Welcome to the Jumping Through Hoops podcast series. I'm Hannah Charlotte. I'm a multidimensional entrepreneur, marketing, media, and mindset wizard, and mum of three. And I have set this podcast up in order to serve and support you in your journey of entrepreneurship. Enjoy. Welcome back to episode 50 of the Jumping Through Hoops podcast series. Now, today I'm really excited. I've got a guest on here who is a journalist and the founder of the UK Feature Me group. And her name is Jill Foster. And I'm going to introduce you straight away, Jill, so you can tell everyone who you are and what you do. Hi there, Hannah. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you. Yeah, it's a bit crazy in the UK at the moment, isn't it? Where we're both... Just slightly, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, my name is Jill Foster and I'm, as Hannah said, I'm a a journalist and a former editor of one of the sections of the Daily Mail newspaper. And I also used to work on the Daily Mirror newspaper. That's in the UK, obviously. Um, Also the co-founder of a Facebook group on... um, called Feature Me UK. And we have about 17,000 members now. And this was set up eight years ago to really match make case studies to journalists and stories. And we set it up originally, this is me and my colleague Sadie Nicholas, to just work for on our own stories. We were struggling to find people to fit into features and stories. So we just set up what we thought will be a little Facebook group just for us. And it then grew and grew and grew. So now we invite other journalists to post their media requests. And we built up a really nice community now. And it's one that people uh, trust. So they trust the journalists in there. You know, we, we're never going to turn them over. We're going to feature them in nice features, features that they want to highlight issues in. So that's where we are now. But yeah, 17,000 members, I can't quite believe it. Wow, that's a brilliant. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's how I actually found out about you. And that's how I found media opportunities for me and my business in the past through your Feature Me group. So we, we're going to talk a little bit about that in more detail as we go on. Um, right. But how long have you been a journalist for? Oh, gosh, I started my career in the late 90s on magazines like Cosmopolitan and a now defunct one called Real Health and Beauty. Uh, I won a scholarship, actually, to work on Cosmopolitan. And then I got my first ever job working on the features desk at the Daily Mirror. And that was under the editorship of someone you might have heard of called Piers Morgan. Uh, So I worked with Piers for about four years, uh, which was an interesting experience. Um, but one I look back on quite fondly. Then in 2004, I moved to the Daily Mail and I worked on the female desk there on the commissioning side of things. So I moved from writing to commissioning and that really gave me a more rounded view of how stories and feature writing work. So then in 2008, I went freelance and I've been freelance ever since. So 12 years. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And over 20 years in total. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. So, I mean, with this series, we have a lot of business owners listening to this and a lot of them come to me when I coach them saying, oh, I don't know how um, how I can approach the media to get featured. I don't know if it's going to help me in my business. Can you explain a little bit about perhaps maybe some examples of people you've worked with in the past or, you know, how it can actually help people leverage their businesses by being featured in the media? Of course. Well, first of all, it will help your business because PR isn't just about 
you know, um, isn't just it's public relations. So it's about being visible. And if you can always have that at the forefront of your mind, it's about being visible. So it's whether it's the logo on your T-shirt, whether it's the branding on your website, that's all PR. So the more PR and the more visible you can be, the better for your business, because you want people to think of fitness. You want them to think of your brand. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, getting as many media opportunities is brilliant for your business. And the way to go about it is to be proactive. I can't get this across to businesses enough that if you're doing your own PR and you haven't got an agency or you've hired somebody to do your PR, you really need to be proactive. So that means having a website that's up to date, being all over social media with Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, keep your blogs up to date. And I realize this all takes time and this is why a lot of busy businesses do hire PRs. But if you're doing it yourself, you have to set aside some dedicated time to actually dedicate it to your PR. So like I say, social media, be all over that. And then when it comes to contacting journalists, I know it can be a little bit intimidating, but actually we're quite nice people, a lot of us. So what I'd suggest is, targeting maybe a dozen individual journalists that write about the subject that you want to be involved in. So in your case, it's going to be fitness, it's going to be health, it's going to be well-being. Start reading those journalists, Start have a little notebook or something or something on your phone that you think, right, I like her stuff. I'd love to be featured in one of her features. Um, oh, I like him. What newspaper does he? Oh, he's freelance. Okay. And then just start following them on Twitter. See if they've got a Facebook page, a website. Again, bookmark those in your on your laptop, on your phone. And then just very behind the scenes, very slowly, just start looking at what they're writing about. Start following them, finding, starting to build up a conversation with them, maybe on Twitter. M make sure you're on Twitter. That's you know my number one tip to be in business and, and doing your own PR because that is how you start engaging with journalists and feature writers. Then just go go in very gently if you're not confident. And I do understand that this is a an intimidating area for a lot of people. Just go in very gently. Start liking a few journalist posts. Start retweeting them when they've written a story, maybe about your area of expertise if it's something to do with hula hooping or you know um aerobics or i don't know cardio fitness if it's something that they've written then start retweeting and saying great feature here good story good insight that kind of thing that journalist will then begin to notice you and you can start to build up more of a rapport with them mm. and then when you see that you can help that journalist with maybe some insight or some expertise just contact them. The worst thing they can say is, oh, no, thanks. I'm already covered for this. Mm. And they'll, they'll and then move on. But don't take it personally. Just very gently go in and, and try to help journalists because they'll soon begin to notice you and they'll soon be think, oh, yeah, he or she is, is really knows her stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that that's something I would say to uh, my listeners is that I've, I, I'm based in the south of England, and I've already established relationships with um, journalists and uh, radio presenters that work at BBC Radio Solon and, and on some of the southern uh, TV stations as well. And that's really helped me because actually, they'll come to me now when they think they need something that relates to something that I can offer. So I mean, that's another thing, isn't it? If you can build like a relationship um, and help. And that's, that's the thing is being of service and helping, isn't it? It's kind of not, not just thinking about what you can get. It's kind of thinking about what you can also give as well. Absolutely. Um, it's a yeah. two-way thing, like in any relationship. It really is. 
think about how you can help the journalist because believe me if you make a journalist life easy when they're on deadline they will love you forever <laughs> <laughs> and and journalists move around like you're just saying that you've you've built a relationship with journalists on radio solon before you know it those junior reporters on radio solon might be working at the bbc national news and they're going to think i'm doing a story on um fitness Hannah was great she'll come back to you yeah. for a national story so again it's building that friendship up that relationship that's what it's all about yeah absolutely and just going back to Twitter because I know half of my listeners are based in the UK and I've got I know another half sort of based globally and especially in the US as well and obviously your group is really based on uh, UK market isn't it really but obviously talking about Twitter and the importance of being on Twitter because when I work one-on-one -on -one in my coaching with people a lot of them actually say no I'm not on Twitter it doesn't really do anything for me none of my clients are on Twitter but obviously you've just said about journalists and, and that's where they sort of hang out on Twitter. So can you just speak a little bit more about why it's so important to be on Twitter and also perhaps to those that are not based in the UK where they can mm -hmm. find the opportunities for media? Uh, yeah, media. sure. Yeah, Twitter, I can, I can totally understand why people don't like Twitter. It can be an absolute cesspit <laughs> of, you know, it just can be really horrible. Mm -hmm. But it's where breaking news happens now. It's where every single journalist worth their salt is, is, they are there and they are talking, they are engaging, they are selling their stories, they are asking for stories. So even if none of your clients are on Twitter and you're not advertising your business, which to be honest, Twitter isn't there to advertise, mm -hmm. People get really fed up of people going, hey, look at me, you know, this is my business. They're like, yeah, unfollow. <laughs> so that's not what it's there for. Again, it's about PR, it's about building up your reputation and just your, your expertise. If you can send maybe one tweet out a day even, saying something that's insightful about your job or your industry, then people will begin to follow you. And the hashtags that you should be looking out for as in any business when you want to get into the media are hashtag journal request, hashtag PR request. And don't forget that some people misspell those or, or use the plural and use journal requests and PR requests. So check those out as well. Yeah. And I would say if you are on Twitter, you do get into a habit of going onto it maybe every hour or like me every half hour, especially at the moment with the election. Yeah. And um yeah, look up the latest tweets on journal requests. Good times to do this is sort of midday-ish, one o'clock when people working on, on publications, certainly not, not from so much broadcast, are looking, are, are looking to finish those deadlines and they're looking for experts. So look out journal request, PR request. And you can literally go through 50 um, requests there in the space of about a minute and see if anything relates to you. And if you're the first in there, you know, react. That's another thing I need to say to, to businesses. It's all right being proactive, which is great, but be reactive as well. If you see me asking for um, a fitness instructor and I need quotes now, don't go, oh, I'll save that and I'll, I'll speak to her tonight. If you've got half an hour to spare or even 10 minutes, react there and then because you, that, that will set you above the millions of other people who will also see that tweet and possibly get in there first. So be proactive, but be reactive as well. Um, I can't stress the importance of that enough. Yeah, absolutely. And another thing, like, you know, you can just give a little bit of advice to those that perhaps pitch and then don't hear anything back. Because that's another thing I hear of a lot. It's like, oh, I, I sent an email and I, I or I tweeted and I didn't hear anything. Um, and then they kind of 
give up and then don't try again so what would you say to those people yeah it's hard it's really hard please don't take it personally I must get 150 200 emails a day from people pitching me stories if I reply to every single person yeah. I'd never get my job done yeah. and I really do I'm one I'm not bigging myself up here but I really do try and respond to as many people as I can because I know what it's like you know you send a lovely crafted pitch and you get nothing it goes into a void and you think oh what was the point of that so what I would suggest is don't spend too long crafting this perfect pitch you know we don't want hundreds and hundreds of words we're on deadline we just want to know the basic top line the headline um and like what Hannah's saying if you if you've developed a relationship with a journalist and I know that takes time you don't need to pitch big ideas you just go oh hi it's me um did you see this in the news today if you need a quote here's my number blah 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 and once you've built up that rapport that's all you need to do but I do understand that in the beginning it can take a few months mm. to get to know those journalists so give it time don't be put off I did a, a course recently a PR course uh, where people were saying, oh, I responded to um, a journalist and then I never heard back. So I've, I've not really got in touch with her again. I was like, no, <laughs> you know, that that journalist isn't going to care whether you contact her one time, you know, or 10 times or 100 times, obviously not in the same day. But again, build up, build up that relationship, you know, start liking her stuff. And don't be afraid of sending emails, particularly to things like local radio stations. You know, they are desperate for content. Um, and, and websites are desperate for content, local papers desperate for content. So I would start off maybe locally and um, just send them the odd idea here and there is something, for, say for instance, your clients are suddenly talking about something that you think, oh, hang on, you're the fifth person to ask me that question, or you're the fifth person to say that. So that's some kind of trend that's building up. I wonder if the local radio station or the local paper would be interested in a top 10 tips on blah. Yeah. Um, and you've really got to start getting into the mind of, of, of a journalist. What is a story? Start reading the publications that you want to be involved in and start reading around those publications as well. Start looking at their websites because they eat up content. You know, there's there's definite scope for for you get to get involved there and start either writing for them or being ghosted as in interviewed for them. Don't be afraid of being proactive in this case. Yeah. Yeah. Some good tips there. Uh, so are there any big no no's when people are trying to pitch a story or approach you? What what would you say? is? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would say don't don't be too demanding again we have we like I say I sometimes get 200 emails a day so don't follow up and say why haven't you responded because that will get my back up and <laughs> uh, be polite some people are incredibly rude sometimes and you think hang on a minute you wouldn't go into a shop and just go hey, why aren't you featuring me <laughs> just be as you would go into a shop or a party I heard social media recently described very well by someone as being a guest at a party where you don't know anyone. You wouldn't go in there and start going, hey, look at me, look at my business, I'm great. And you wouldn't go in there and start, you know, demanding, why aren't you listening to me? You'd go in gently and you'd be polite and you'd go, oh, hi, I like, um, I like your jumper or I, I like your top and mm -hmm. like what you know, what do you do for a living? It's building up that conversation. Yeah. Um, so going gently and again don't spend too long 
pitching your crafting your pitch rather um because we haven't got time to read even 500 words keep it brief mm. keep that top line think of the headline so if you're pitching to say a magazine look at what kind of headlines they use and then perhaps use that in your subject line um, a good tip to have in a subject line if you're sending uh, it to a journalist is the word exclusive our ears, our ears prick up when we hear the word exclusive um, things like case study available those three words are like yes what's this about and I'll always tend to open those kind of emails or new survey shows or new study shows we, we like to have some kind of authority behind our story so if you can say that a, a new study of 500 or even better a thousand people shows and that can just be a study from your own Facebook group if you've got 5,000 people in your fitness group and you do a quick a survey or a uh, something like that you can show those results to the journalist and say look at this this is quite interesting um so uh, things yeah. like journalists are really interesting figures you know we like to be able to say 80 percent of people do this or only 10 percent of people do that so if you can ever add a figure into your email or your pitch that's that's really good mm -hmm. Oh, that's brilliant. That's some, I'm going to take some notes there, actually. <laughs> and so I, I've actually done one of your courses in the past. I know you said you haven't got any upcoming dates at the moment, but you probably will do it in the future, haven't you? So can you just tell people so in case they're interested and they want to follow you ready for when you do obviously put any Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, obviously, I'd love you to follow me on Feature Me, which is the group. And you can follow the page as well. But we tend to do most of our media requests on the group. So that's Feature Me. Um, UK and um, like I say it's the group it's got 16.8 thousand so if you look for that some people join the page rather than the group but it's fine and um, follow me on Twitter and I'm journalist Jill with a J um, you can follow feature me on Twitter as well so please follow that uh, what else yeah you can just again get to know us on the feature me group there are loads of journalists there who pitch uh, media requests on there so if you can't help directly, if you don't want to be a case study, that is absolutely fine. But if you can share it in your mm. group or if you can go, oh, hang on, I know someone who might do this. Yeah. There's absolutely no pressure on you then. We're not gonna we're not gonna hold you to that. But you can say, I'll share it with my little group or my, you know, my friends. That's really helpful for us because it's about casting the net really wide when we're looking for case studies. The more people yeah. we can reach, the better. Yeah, and actually, I've I've recommend I've seen things, and maybe it's not going to be something that relates to me. But I, in my mind, I can suddenly think, oh, I know exactly who would be good for that feature. And I mean, sometimes, obviously, they're paid, aren't they, as well? And obviously, you do. Um... Well, I was I was just going to say that you know, if you're publicising your business, we tend not to pay so much, but we do a lot of features. The, the the thing that's made feature me stand out from other groups like this when we set it up was we said. You know, case studies should always get paid for selling their stories. It's not fair for them to be providing free content for multi-million pound, you know, publication uh, publishing companies. It's really not fair. So we made it a rule from the very start that if you, as long as you weren't bigging yourself up in your business, we would pay you, even if it was 50 pounds, we'd pay you something for your quotes, your pitches, etc. But we, yeah, we sometimes um, offer 500 pounds, 250 pounds. I'd say the average is between... 100 and 200 pounds which um which is great because it means people can earn a little bit of money and i know that will be a bit shocking to some of the american audience because i know i've got american journalist friends who say oh, we can't offer money and our 
publications, which I understand, they, but in, in, in Britain you can do that. So mm -hmm. I always think it's fair that it's a kind of quid pro quo. Mm -hmm. We're paying you, you're giving us some content. Yeah, oh, brilliant. What I'll do is uh, I will make sure that I share uh, the link to the Feature Me group in the show notes. So obviously anyone listening that wants to join the group, then their link will be in the show notes. Um, but is there anything else you want to add or anything else you want to tell people before we wrap this up? Gosh, um, I think I've covered a lot of yeah. it. Don't be, I, I think my main point is be proactive. Don't be intimidated. Be reactive. Don't be afraid of selling yourself, but don't go over the top yeah. with it. Just go in gently. If, it's, if, if you don't feel like shouting about yourself all the time, I, I completely understand, but just go in gently and you'll soon build up the confidence. Me doing this right now, you know, six months ago, I've never done a Zoom call. And now suddenly I'm doing podcasts, I'm doing webinars. And I was absolutely terrified at first. I thought, oh my God, mm -hmm. what is this? Now I'm doing them perhaps every other week and it's, it's much easier, you know? So just the more you do it, the easier it will become. Don't be afraid. And I know, like I said, I know we can be a little bit intimidating, but we're, we're only human like you. Yeah. So that's it that's great that's um amazing tips and actually yeah you know what i would add to that is it's all about being real being human isn't it and being authentic Definitely. at the end of the day you know yeah. you can't ever go wrong when you're just yourself and yeah. you know as business owners then you know we do have to put ourselves out there and be visible if we want to, to get ahead absolutely yeah. you do yeah um, most most 99 of journalists are really approachable and because the, we have to be, we deal with people all the time. We can't be offhand. You'll find the odd idiot who's really offhand and rude. And you know what? They're the ones who don't get the best stories because people yeah. don't like them. <laughs> so, you know, that's that's their problem. Just, yeah. you know, the, the, journal, the, the journalists who are, that you want to be approaching. And let's face it, we're not in any kind of contra controversial subject area here, are we? We're talking fitness, we're talking well-being, we're talking health, something that people are really interested in the moment. With everything going on around the world with COVID, you know, you guys are in such a great position to be able to offer advice and expertise and insight. Everybody is interested in how to be healthy yeah. right now, and especially with the gyms closed, especially in England, certainly at the moment, we want to know how to exercise outside without being injured. We want to know the top 10 tips about if it's raining and snowy outside, how can we get fit in the house when we've got kids running around? You need to be thinking about those kind of ideas. So perhaps, like I say, set some time aside, really think about your PR strategy and people like Hannah will help you along that and if you ever want to contact me I'm on Twitter I'm on Facebook I'm very happy to give out advice brilliant oh this has been amazing Jill there's some amazing tips in here and uh, a view actually I'm going to pick up as well so thank you so much for this and as I say I will pop all of the links to where people can find you in the show notes good thank luck you. with it everyone you'll be great thank you Thank you for taking the time to listen to me today. I do hope my information has been useful in some way. Now, if you have enjoyed listening, then I would really appreciate if you leave me a review over on iTunes or any other platform that you are listening from. Thank you.